CVS Health has moved quickly to build out its new clinical trial services unit since its launch last year. Coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily, we have a conversation with General Manager of CVS Clinical Trial Services, Tony Klapsis. It's Monday, April 18th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in about 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review that helps other listeners find the show. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Clinical research is a $50 billion market and fast growing, but one that has largely revolved around academic medical centers in large urban areas. But the pandemic accelerated the adoption and interest in decentralized clinical trials. And starting this year, Medicaid programs, which cover nearly 80 million Americans, will need to start covering routine costs associated with participating in clinical trials. CVS Health has moved quickly to build out its new clinical trial services unit since its launch last year, announcing a partnership with decentralized clinical trial software company Medible in February. And the company now has at least 25-minute clinics with research capabilities in several states and plans to triple that number by the end of the year. While the formalized business unit is new, CBS has already cut its teeth in the clinical research space by conducting COVID-19 vaccine and treatment trials and testing home dialysis machines. So I asked General Manager of CBS Clinical Trial Services Unit, Tony Klapsis, why now? He says, like in so many other instances, the pandemic was an accelerant. So historically, there's two places we've really been engaged in clinical research. Uh, one was in real-world evidence, a group we called Healthogen. And then the second is through uh, Quorum, which is the largest home infusion business in the U.S., where we've supported over 200 trials, uh, including uh, both with in-home nurses uh, and with the ability to get drugs to patients directly in their home. Uh, the why now, uh, like with many things these days, it's really COVID-related. Uh, so as we hit the pandemic, we really heard a lot from Uh, our partners in pharma who said, uh, who reached out to us for help in a number of ways. One, how do you help identify, recruit, and engage patients for participation in clinical research? Two, and this one is much more important over time, how do you bring research into the community? And so we made a decision with the, the help of our management team and our board to create this organization during the pandemic, really with a, a broad mission of expanding access to clinical, uh, clinical research. 
Where does CVS see itself fitting into the clinical trial market? Who are your customers? Clients can, can differ, right? Typically, it's a, a pharma, a biotech company, or could be working directly with the CDC or the NIH. We're really excited about some of the work we've had with government programs, I think, um, in, in particular. Um, uh, the, the products themselves range, you know, vaccines, migraines, immunology, you know, derm. There's a number of places that I think uh, running trials in the community naturally lend themselves to. But I think the, the amount of visits that happen in the community will only expand over time. In many ways, if you look at the transitions of care out of larger uh, traditional brick and mortar settings sort of into virtual or in-home settings is very similar I think what you're starting to see, maybe lagging a bit on the research side. If it can be delivered safely, effectively with high uh, amounts of data fidelity and accuracy, then you'll see the ability to run more of those visits elsewhere. Oncology is probably a great example, complex category, but a place you've seen in a tremendous amount of innovation on the part of biopharma to really develop opportunities to conduct research in more convenient ways. CVS Health announced a partnership with decentralized clinical trial software company Medable in February. And I'm wondering, will the company continue to announce partnerships or plan to build out other parts of the clinical trial business itself? I think if you take a step back, the range of um, either point solutions, technology platforms, or service layers you need to deliver clinical research is absolutely incredible. You know, and I think sponsors vary in their response. In some cases, they'll make those decisions in-house and others they'll work with a CRO, but there's never been, nor there really ever will be a single player who can do all of those things, right? The question is, how do you create the right, you know, combination of capabilities, whether owned or partnered, that allows you, I think, to meet both the patient and the sponsor need uh, and, and the intersection of the two, which is where I think most of the excitement happens. You know, we have a national scale, um, broad relationship with our members. You know, we have the ability to manage a distributed workforce. Um, and so when you start to kind of layer in how you can bring that into research, there's some incredible things that we can do. And then there's other things that if we're being honest, we shouldn't. So from a technology perspective, you know, we're not going to go out and build our own clinical trial technology solutions. It just doesn't make sense. The incredible partners we have in Medable and, and uh, with a CTMS partner we'll announce soon as well, give us the ability to bring best-in-class tech and have our, our team focused on what we're really exceptional at, which is building that consumer experience across the settings that we really described. So tech's an easy example where uh, tech companies should build tech, period. Um, and services companies should uh, enable themselves with the best tech and the best partners that will enable them to reach their goals. What about partnerships for actually running the trials? Will CVS own the trials, so to speak, or partner with research institutions like academic medical centers or other providers? I think there's going to be a strong element of both um, of, of those. In some ways, the work we've done in recruitment today uh, naturally uh, is in collaboration both with sponsors and larger health systems and academic centers. So I'd say that's going to be number one. The second, uh, I think in our model, we'll have a range to be able to do a broad-based vaccine study and have the patients receive almost all their visits in the community. But naturally, and almost by definition, there's still an incredibly important role for traditional AMCs or health systems to continue to do what they do. Um, we've been really pleased by some of the early partnership discussions that we're having across various geographies to start to align our community network with a larger traditional academic setting to bring, I think, additional flexibility for academics and health systems 
and to provide again for patients the, a great combination of getting more complex visits, you know, in certain settings and being able to get least complex visits sort of in their community. And so for us, I think that notion of partnership, both with investigators and with specific service lines within these larger institutions, I think is going to give us the ability with us and our partners um, to really develop something that's going to allow them and us to continue to differentiate in the market. Can you give me an example of a specific service line? You know, we're deeply interested in doing some really good early work in oncology. We're not going to hire oncologists to operate in an outpatient clinic environment. So that's probably an easy use case where we're going to work with, and we are, with our larger oncology practices or larger academic systems that have that infrastructure in place. Now, with that as an example, what we can do starts to get interesting. A lot of oncology trials will struggle with retention or follow-up visits, particularly given the duration of these trials. But by adding in-home visits and community visits, we're able to work with institutional partners to create a better patient experience and allow everybody to really elevate their game and focus on what they're best at. Are there any partnerships with health systems that you can reference? Yeah, you're catching me. Uh, you're catching me early. There's a number of okay. discussions we have, and I, I welcome uh, folks who are interested in, in having additional discussions with us um, to reach out. This is absolutely the time where we're building out that partnership network. One of CVS's clear advantages is its vast retail footprint. I saw a statistic that something like 80% of the population lives within a few miles of a store. So how will CVS leverage its physical footprint for clinical trials? Is the company opening new or dedicated research sites? There's really three ways we can actually deliver research visits. Uh, at the end of the day, what we're trying to build, and I think this is critical when uh, sponsors think through the experience they need to be able to deliver for patients, is the ability to have patient choice and preference across different settings. On the one hand, you can think of them as channels. If you need in-home visits, you know we have a long track record of doing that and delivering that with our in-home nurses. Um, if you're looking for virtual visits, we have a really innovative partnership with Medable and the leading decentralized trial technology platforms where we can bring our patients and our nurses and really deliver a lot of these interventions in virtual ways. So we've uh, now opened up over 25 minute clinics um, as research sites which means both physical upgrades, uh, dedicated staffing that are GCP trained, affiliated principal investigators, and a technology stack that allows us to really run research sort of in, in those uh, stores. So a patient, honestly, should never know the difference. They should know that they have the ability to get those options and deliver uh, and, and participate in research in ways that match um, their needs uh, on the provider end. We're going to do the work, obviously, to be able to offer to pharma the ability to engage in each of those modalities, but more importantly, to provide this really unique ability to have an end-to-end -end solution for patients that we, uh, we're really excited about. Where are those 25 sites? Uh, in around Atlanta, Savannah, and other uh, parts of Georgia that we've opened up working with a large sponsor. Uh, we also have locations in California and North Carolina and Texas. We hope to get that up to around 80 by the end of this year, in which we'll be running uh, clinical research trials ourselves. How will CBS decide where to expand next? Multiple factors. Um, the largest weighting, uh, frankly, is um, uh, diverse communities as we look through our geographic locations. I think we're making a concerted effort to pop up locations that are either in clinical trial deserts um, or even in um, uh, adjacent communities, right, that maybe didn't have those settings because patients often went in 
to a larger uh, urban-based, you know, academic or, or other setting. Uh, and so ultimately, it's how do you um, put sites in and near where patients are, one, and two, in and near where there's gaps, whether it's by geography, ethnicity, or race. How is CDS recruiting or identifying eligible patients? So if you step back, there is a lot of direct-to-patient outreach that happens today. Um, it's typically through social media. I mean, you have folks at some companies that are specialists in Craigslist, you know, advertisement, right? Uh, Facebook obviously has gotten a lot of traditional attention. So instead of going really the, the broad-based social media route, what we're able to do is bring a curated opportunity directly to the member itself. And so one, you know, we can reach a lot more members really directly. You know, two, it can be a much more natural offering as well that meets the specific disease state um, or spot in their healthcare journey as well. And so it's the ability to kind of directly go to the member that I think is really most impactful, you know, as we work with sponsors as well. How is CVS telling patients that they could be eligible for clinical trials? Is it something as simple as when I come into the store for a variety of reasons, whether to pick up my script or to go to the minute clinic that I'm told by uh, an employee? The interaction could come across any number of ways. It could be a text message. It could be an email. It could be a telephone call. Uh, it could be direct mail. Uh, it could be an in-person intervention in which someone at the counter uh, will bring you the opportunity to participate in a trial. Across all of it is how do you ultimately find the best channel to bring the opportunity to a member in which they find it most beneficial um, to see that option to really participate in research. Um, we've been thrilled with the results so far. We've been able to help enroll over 15,000 patients. What will CVS clinical trial services look like in a few years and how will it fit into the company's larger strategic growth? Research is obviously a large market, you know, I think growing at, at pretty steady growth rates. Um, and anything we do, I think, has the ability both to expand access, you know, and to create, uh, I think, an important source of revenue and earnings over time. I think within the next year or two, you have the ability for a nationwide network deep in the communities we operate in that's going to provide, again, patients the opportunity to have research visits in ways that are convenient for them, while allowing sponsors, I think, to start trials faster, uh, have higher retention rates. There are broader opportunities to bring research kind of directly into care. Uh, Medicaid, for the first time, has to cover clinical trial-related costs, and we're seeing those state plan amendments start to come through. I think a great question is how we can really think through these questions of health equity with um, our partners in Medicaid and help bring research as something that we kind of norm into that experience. You can take similar thinking and really think through both how public payers could really take a more active role in integrating research, both as an option and as a care option. Um, there's literature that suggests participation in research helps specialists perform better um, in value-based care arrangements and bundles. And so I think there's a lot of really exciting potential over time for what you can do to further integrate research into, into the day-to-day -day aspects of healthcare. That was Tony Klapsis, General Manager for CDS Health Clinical Trial Services Business. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.